This is a Soulfire production. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to talk about time. I have been experiencing so many weird glitches with time, and I was going to kind of tune into this for myself. And I thought, I'll just do it on the on the podcast and see what comes through. And I'm always super interested in how we can expand time and start to kind of move outside of time, beyond time. And I feel like this is one of the things for me intuitively that <laughs> over time, I sort of just kind of collect different bits and pieces of that. So we're continuing the exploration. I feel like there's so much to that topic. And like over time, I feel like just different things I tune into and experience, I kind of add to that understanding of how we can expand time. And I have learned a lot of tips and tricks in that realm. But recently, and I have, I've talked to quite a few of my friends about this. I'm like, where is my time going? I have felt like the time is really collapsing in a way that recently it feels like it's collapsing in a way that I don't want. And some of my friends were like, just have too much on your plate. And I'm like, I actually, I actually don't. I actually don't. And I knew something was off. And then I got just such clear evidence the other day. I think sometimes because, I mean, I really don't pay attention to the clock that often, which might sound strange, but I definitely depend on my Google calendar 10 minute reminders to to get me where I need to go. And that is one of the ways that I do expand time is, you know, setting the intention and then not looking at the clock and somehow, I mean, this, this happened to me the other day. I had to drive somewhere that was 45 minutes away and I got there in 20 minutes and that was great. So that worked in my favor, but I have felt like in the last month or so it's contracting ways I don't like. And so what happened the other day was, let me just map this out for you. Okay. So I wake up around six, I'm out the door for you know, a a little walk outside. I was just going to go walk for like 15 or 20 minutes. And then I was going to finish the rest of my walk inside on my treadmill because I needed to uh, answer some emails and kind of get ahead on some things. So I go outside. I'm I'm out the door by like 6.15, 6.20. I'm back inside by like, had to be like 6.45 or something, you know, in, in that, in that realm. And I remember looking at the clock and thinking, oh, it's like 645 when I got inside and I was going to grab some water and um, take some supplements, you know, (laughs) and then jumped on the treadmill. And I'm like, "Okay, I'm just going to walk for like 45 minutes or so. And that's what I do. Okay, so there's no way I. I didn't get on the treadmill sometime before 7 a.m. All right. It was in that realm. It had to have been. And. I mean, how long does it take me to get a, a glass of water and Organifi green juice and element <laughs> electrolytes? <laughs> Can't take me that long. So then I jump on the treadmill. I'm going somewhere with this. And when I'm on the treadmill, I'm not looking at the clock. I'm looking at just like the timer. I was keeping tabs on the timer of how long I was walking for while I was doing other things. And, and I noticed I had been walking for like 48 minutes or something. So I thought, okay, I'll wrap it up. And before this, I was like, oh, great. I will kind of be done with this whole section of things I need to do this morning easily by, you know, 745. And then 
it'll be 8 a.m. And look, I have a whole day ahead of me. And I get off the treadmill. I've been walking for like 48 minutes. And I look at the clock. I hadn't looked at the clock. And it was 9.30 a.m. Does that make any sense to anybody? And I was like, I, I was so <laughs> confused. I was so confused. And I looked at all the clocks and I'm like, this is, this is, this is an exceptional, an exceptional glitch. And how, why is this happening? And I don't like this. I want it to go in the other direction. I want it to go in the other direction. So I want to kind of tune into some things. Uh, this might be something for me personally, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it will help other people as well. I just want to see what the guides are saying about like, okay, why did that happen? Can we go in the other direction? What else is available to know around expanding, contracting time? So uh, yeah, that's what I want to tune into because I, I told one of my friends who I've been talking about this with, I said, I, I told you, I'm not making this shit up. So I'm losing hours somewhere. So what, what's up with that? And I will say like in general right now, I feel like in the last month, especially, and I feel like it's picking up and, and going to get more intense, but just like the number of glitches in the matrix, the number of times I specifically put an object somewhere. And then when I go back to grab it, it is not there and it is somewhere else completely like an area of my house. I haven't even been in, in the last day. I just keep having experiences like this. And even I feel like this all extends out into all of the signs and synchronicities and how that's just upticking for, for everybody more than ever before. All of these glitches and obvious signs and synchronicities and these moments of you can't make that shit up are just getting really intense. And in some ways, it's really fun. And it's also, I don't know, it's, it, I mean, it is really fun and interesting and makes life feel magical, but it's also this feeling of, whoa, there's a lot going on that is so much, so much bigger than, <laughs> than me, but it's super cool. So lean into the sign synchronicities. There are no coincidences and there's some interesting things coming to light. When it comes to keeping your body healthy and your frequency high, which go, hand in hand, it comes back to a whole foods based diet and really paying attention to the ingredients that you put in and on your body. Unfortunately, our soils are not what they once were. So even if you are eating a really clean diet, it is really easy to still be deficient in different minerals and nutrients. That is where supplements come into play. And I'm really picky with supplements because so many brands put in all of these fillers and GMO ingredients, and you just gotta be careful. This is why I love Paleo Valley. All of their products are gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, dairy-free, non-GMO and made from only organic whole foods. I use their essential C complex every single day. Amazing for boosting the immune system, naturally boosting energy, balancing out cortisol and great for skin. I take their apple cider vinegar complex regularly to help balance out my blood sugar and not have to deal with the effects of apple cider vinegar on my tooth enamel because it's in a capsule. I don't use Advil or Tylenol or any of those, I use Paleo Valley's Turmeric Complex, which is amazing for naturally fighting inflammation. It supports brain health, immune health, cardiovascular health, and it protects against DNA damage. I also love their superfood bars and I always have a few in my bag. I could go on because I use all of Paleo Valley's products, but I, I just love this company so much because they're such high quality products 
They're whole foods based and they really work. And I have tried so many supplement brands. Quality matters. You don't want to just get your supplements from CVS. And if I could recommend one thing to everybody, it is the Essential C Complex. I have tried so many vitamin Cs. This is by far the best in my opinion. Most other vitamin C supplements are derived from GMO corn and they usually only contain one fraction of the vitamin, ascorbic acid. Paleo Valley's Essential C Complex has the entire spectrum with absolutely no synthetic vitamin C. You're getting three of the most concentrated natural sources of vitamin C in one supplement from amla berry, camu camu berry, and unripe acerola cherry. I take it every single morning and it's one of the most important things I do for my immune health and to support detox. So if you wanna try out any of Paleo Valley's supplements or products, just head to paleovalley.com and you can use my code Christina15 for 15% off. That's paleovalley.com, P-A-L-E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y.com. Use my code Christina15, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A-1-5, and you can get 15% off. But anyway, back to this topic of time expansion and contraction. Okay, so let me just like take a second and I'll relay everything that's coming through around this. Hold on. Okay, so they're saying we're going to have the best relationship we can with time, the more we're focusing on being fully present and being fully in alignment. And you're going to notice, which I think we can all relate to this, that when we're in alignment and really in flow, we're going to have a different experience of time than when we're not. And I mean, I think about things I love doing and you can kind of lose yourself in it, right? And you look at the clock and somehow an hour passed or you're having an amazing conversation with a friend and there's just a vortex. You're like, whoa, the, the time flew. I felt like I was here for just 30 minutes. And you know how, I don't know how I, but I, and, and I think we all have that experience. And as I reflect on it, it's like, I don't like that though. Can we how can we create more time in the experiences we love? And so they're saying to stop judging it, thanks, and trusting that those moments perhaps are meant to move quickly. And part of it is, okay, how do I articulate this? The relationship with time itself and basically trusting that there will be times when, like say I'm doing something I love and it felt like it was only 30 minutes, but it actually lasted three hours. There will also be times where it's sort of the opposite experience. The point they're trying to make is it somehow evens out and there's just a larger lesson in like fluidity with time there and, and stepping out of the linear way of looking at things and, and it all making sense. And just instead of like looking at it from, from a 3d or like within time perspective, zooming out and basically just realizing that it's showing us that all that's actually existing is a clock. There's a clock that changes and wonky stuff goes on with the, with the clock, like literally with people who are doing the time, but that's for another day. And then there's the experience of the present moment. And so really all there is to do is just be fully, fully in the present and, and release any expectation of time and just trust that it's kind of working itself out. Time will also expand and contract 
in uh, so there's like a relationship between time expanding and tra- and contracting and what we I hesitate to use the word should but like are meant to be spending our time on so there's something here around okay instead of how long something takes it's more about how efficiently am i using my energy because they're saying like you won't really care if it if time speeds up or it slows down if you're enjoying the whole process you know so when you're really in flow and like loving everything that you're doing all day then it doesn't really matter where time speeds up and and slows down because you're just in in joy and alignment and flow all day long but it's when there are still things in the schedule in the calendar that you don't really like or aren't fully in alignment where then we start to get like protective with with time if that's making sense we start to feel like resentful about certain ways that we're spending our time and craving other places and it's sort of like a forced hey the the ways that you're using your energy the time you're spending in things that aren't bringing you joy that aren't in full alignment the resentment within that is going to get so strong so intense that it's basically uh almost like lovingly forcing you to release that to reevaluate that to shift that because we're being pushed to be in joy all day long. It's like the more you get in alignment in general, the things that aren't resonant anymore stick out like a sore thumb. And that's part of what's happening with the, with the time factor as well. Well, let me just go to, you know, basic ways that we can expand time and maximize it so they're saying i mean slowing down so anytime you're just fully present you can slow down slow down time essentially and perception there's efficiency and so being really by efficiency being really intentional with where the energy is being put and so i mean this is very tangible logistic around you know knowing how you're going to be spending your energy instead of wasting time in decision because when we are in this and I'm always deciding 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 that is really exhausting energetically to go back and forth and then you end up wasting time and energy in this in between when you could just decide and let's say you're deciding should I do this or that and the energy that you waste going back and forth and the time that you wasted going back and forth had you not wasted those <laughs> and it's not really a waste, but you know what I'm saying? You could have probably just done both if you just made a decision, went forward with it, completed it, and then moved on to the next. And so this is also noticing where all of the energy leaks are. And so this relationship between energy, and I really mean like physical energy, emotional energy, that aspect, time and energy, where when we are not using our time in a way that's in alignment with us, it's going to drain our energy. I mean, that's very, very generator, but this is going to be true for everybody, no matter what your human design type is. And that push toward getting clear with our decisions and sort of a calling up into directing energy more confidently, because when we are decisive, we direct energy confidently 
and clearly and the energy can keep moving. And so it's allowing us to see like these places where time is feeling weird, where energy is is getting stuck and they just keep bringing it back to moving into more fluidity. The times that we take to slow down and be fully present and this could be I mean think about we know this meditating in the morning will create more space for you all day long, you know. Mornings when I am fully present and slow, I can get way more done in my day overall than if I wake up and I'm like, oh, I don't have enough time and I rush through it. So morning and evening rituals and even throughout the day, like they just keep showing, creating certain pockets of time where you just take a breath and you slow down and you get clarity and you set intention and then you move forward with your next task instead of being unclear with how you're spending your energy and task switching. And so being being guided to really be in the present is also making us aware of where we're trying to do too many things at once. And I will say I have definitely not been as good with my boundaries recently just because of personal things. And I just in, in taking time, I don't know, away, I have been more social than usual and talking to more people than I usually do. I'm usually more hermity. And I have noticed that I lost so much time in the day. And I know I've talked about this before, but part of why I'm so clear with my boundaries with work is I remember, I remember this so distinctly. Like when I first started my business, maybe the first year, I felt like I was working all day long and getting nothing done. And I was so frustrated. And then I started tracking my time and I realized that throughout my day, as I was just texting friends back and forth here and there, and it didn't seem like a big deal. I was actually spending hours of my day responding to my friends via text message. Like that was actually ridiculous. And so that's why that's when I started doing the thing where I just respond to everybody one time a day or at night or whenever the next weekend is. So that's when I became a quote unquote bad texter, but I'm not a bad texter. I'm just not always fast. Sometimes I am if, if somebody catches me at the right time. But the point is just realizing how many of these little distractions take us out of being fully present and then we're not really being efficient with our energy and then how is time disrupted because of that. So how do I explain this this visual? It is like they're showing me a pinball machine. <laughs> it doesn't need to be a pinball machine though. Why are you doing that? It could be you could be walking from one destination to the next. You'd be walking down a street. What's the pinball? It's just because it's more aggressive back and forth energy. Pinball machine, walking down the street, whatever. So you're starting at point A and you got to get to point B. And there's one person that's very clear and just walks in a straight line to point B. And it takes them X amount of time. And then there's the other person or the other pinball that just goes side to side to side and gets distracted along the way and keeps like, you know, hitting back and forth. I, I, I can see why it's the pinball now. And think about like the energy that's taking, how many more steps that's taking, how much more energy that's like leaking using, how much longer that's taking to get to the final point rather than just doing a straight shot. And so they are basically saying, just being really intentional and clear with how you are spending your time and not getting distracted in between. And what that really is, is being mindful and present 
throughout the day and bringing that mindfulness in throughout the day. And as we're moving from from one experience to the next, like what's our energy underneath it related to it? So if I'm going into my day feeling rushed or deciding I don't have enough time, feeling rushed, like <gasps> stressed out, I'm going to create that experience for myself versus being calm and still and grounded and knowing there's plenty of time and, you know, oh, I'm gonna go do this or I can enter into this experience in a very calm, grounded way. Like there's no need to bring the energy of rushing because whatever energy we are bringing to the experience is going to shift our perception of the experience itself. So there we go. But you know what's really for for me, how about for me in particular? Let's just call me out here. So they're saying, like for me, the two things that are coming up really strongly are like basically just stop judging or caring where the time expands or contracts and just honor it being what it is. But you know why I have resistance to that, you guys? I have resistance to that because it makes me late for a lot of things. <laughs> And, oh, there we go. Because, because something that I have got, I am supposed to be doing that I have literally not been doing for so long. This is guidance I've gotten for so long that I have not taken action on because, you know, I do that. I do that stuff too, is for so long. They've just told me clear schedule, clear schedule, clear schedule. Um you know, cutting calls out. And so it's been a process for me and just shifting my business and how I spend my time. But, and it's because I have multiple businesses, I just found a lot of calls added up and yeah, it's crazy how much, how much it all adds up. And so it's been a process for me to shift my calendar. And they're basically saying that stuff's going to keep happening until I basically make my days as clear as possible. Here's the funny thing. (laughs) my guides are pretty, my guides, my higher self, however you want to see it, the universe is, they're kind of aggressive with me in a loving way where I get very much, like, it feels like I'm being forced to make a shift. Like it really, I'm totally blocked if I don't do X, Y, Z. So it's like, I've had, I have this with my physical body where if I'm not, not following the guidance of like how I'm supposed to be showing up or how I'm supposed to be spending my time, I'll get really bad physical symptoms they're almost debilitating or with this last book, the guide stopped me and they're like, until you do this, you're not getting the rest of the information. So, uh, you know, I, I get pretty much pushed because they know me and they know how I work. They know my, my triggers. <laughs> they know what will get me to actually take action because I'm very stubborn. Anyone who knows me knows I am obsessed with electrolytes. I am drinking the Element Citrus Salt right now. I have a few packets of Element every single day and it's totally changed my life. I used to think that electrolytes were just for athletes, but the thing is that I found out a lot of the weird symptoms I was having that I thought were a much bigger issue were really just because of an electrolyte imbalance. So for me, that looked like headaches. I had some brain fog. I had a ton of cravings during the day. My legs would swell up and I kind of always felt like no matter how much water I was drinking, I wasn't fully hydrated and it ended up being an electrolyte imbalance. And I find this is really common for people who are on a whole foods based diet like me. I eat whole foods. I drink a lot of water. I do a lot of energy work and I'm pretty active. 
And it can be really easy for your electrolytes to get out of balance when you are on a whole foods based diet. And with all the energy work that I do and the channeling I do, I really have to keep my electrolytes in check. So I drink multiple packets of Element every single day. And when it comes to electrolytes, a lot of brands out there have sugar, artificial ingredients, coloring, which is why I really struggled with electrolytes for a long time. Element doesn't have any of that. Super clean ingredients, tastes amazing, highest quality out there. And I would expect nothing less from co-founder Rob Wolf. I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with Rob Wolf. He was one of my like biggest influences when I entered the health and nutrition space. And I know how deep he gets into the science as a former research biochemist. So you can expect the best quality. And there's a reason why Special Forces teams, U.S. Olympics teams, NFL teams, NBA players, so many professional athletes rely on Element. Just for the everyday person who's on a whole foods-based diet or the person that's pretty active, these can be a game changer. They have been for me. I keep like 10 packets in every bag in my house. I have a ton in my car. I drink multiple packets a day. My current favorites are citrus salt and watermelon. So good. And then I put the chocolate in my coffee delicious. If you want to try out Element, you can get a free sample pack. Just pay shipping. It's about $5 for US orders. If you go to drinkelement.com slash CTC, and that is spelled D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com slash CTC. That will give you a free sample pack that has eight packets of Element, two citrus, two raspberry, two orange, and two raw unflavored. Again, that's drinkelement.com slash CTC, D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash ctc just pay shipping you can try them out and you will fall in love so tell me about why did this happen the other day and they they're saying they're trying to force me to clear my calendar yeah no no shit there we go and they're showing me they're showing me a visual of someone which is actually somebody i know a friend of mine i won't call her out saying, oh my gosh, there's not enough time. And this is somebody I know who's like very busy. And she's saying, oh my gosh, there's not enough time. And then the guides are around her and they're saying, well, there's not supposed to be enough time for all of that. It just goes back to how we've kind of created this culture where we're bouncing from one thing to the next all the time and people are really scattered and they're trying to train us to be, again, more efficient with our energy and realize all of the places that we are scattering our energy. And by trying to bounce between so many things, showing up only partially to the things we're engaging with. So if my energy is scattered between 15 things, am I really giving 100%? Am I really fully present for all of those 15 things? So would I rather give 100% to three things throughout my day? Or would I rather? give 20% to 15. I mean, that math doesn't work, but you get what I'm saying throughout the day. And with this, they're saying that, well, because I'm sure a lot of people are experiencing that and that, that kind of energy and that push and pull with time and how do I make more time and where are we trying to do too much? Where are we not allowing other people to be more self-sufficient? That's a big thing. That's that's coming up for people because there are a lot of things that we are spending time on or engaging with that actually aren't ours 
to deal with or spend our energy on. And so it feels like a really big push to go inward and really focus on ourselves and taking responsibility for ourselves and not making ourselves responsible for everybody else, but also just to cut down on everything we're doing. And they keep showing social circles. They're showing business career tasks. Like, and I found this just in general with businesses. I just always feel like people, and I always have to look at this in my own business too, because I, I get in the same pattern. It's like, we're just doing too much. There's no reason to, to do these extra things. Like what's actually moving the needle? What's actually supportive? And at what point are we just getting cluttered? And we're feeling this as a collective. We're on information overload. There's too much information. <laughs> well, I won't, I won't say that, but it's just, you know, there are so many platforms and so many places to be and so many people to talk to. And we can text anybody at any time or call them at any time. And we weren't necessarily designed for all of that interaction or all that information all at once. And we can really get energetically clogged. I know that a lot of people are just so obsessed with learning that they're not actually integrating or applying anything that they're learning. And so what's the point? And that's what it's like when you're just on information overload all the time. And it's like, okay, I'm getting all this information here. I'm getting all the stimulation over there. I'm hearing all these noises. I have all these friends tugging on me energetically or even you know physically. There's just a lot, a lot of people, a lot of information. And so a lot of this experience with time is actually pushing us to become much more particular with how we spend our energy, who we spend our energy with, getting really discerning about, is this bringing me joy? Is this actually supportive of my energy? Or is it just clutter that I've added in that I feel like I have to keep like showing up to? And the more things that we add in to actually like nurture that is going to require more energy. So this is, I mean, they're showing me plants. So it's like, if I can't take care of one plant, then buying eight more probably isn't a good idea because I can't even take care of one. I feel personally attacked, you guys, <laughs> as all of my plants are dead. Oh my gosh, I need to be better. But I haven't bought any, I only have one. I can get, I can get better at it. But that's really a metaphor for life, right? And thinking about as we add in more relationships or we want more relationships, do we have energetic space for them? If I want to add more things into my business, well, are there other things that, that need to be released so I can be really intentional and show up more fully for every single thing that I'm doing? And so they're basically saying like wherever we're feeling spread thin or like there's not enough time, it's an indicator that it's time for us to look at what needs to be released. And everybody's going to have a different energetic capacity for how much they can hold and nurture. And that will look different for different people, but also within different seasons of our lives, right? So I might have seasons where my capacity to show up 100% to things is quite high and I could add in a lot more things. And there might be other seasons where I'm really going to refine that and I really just want to be super focused on one thing. 
but they're basically saying like where that that consistent frustration with they don't have enough time is i mean of course it's just a call to there's too much on the plate or and or there could even be just one thing that is such a big energy leak <laughs> that's affecting the time so looking at relationships looking at tasks within you know the business looking at where we can do things also more productively. And so they're basically showing me somebody's schedule with hour-long blocks. And they're saying, instead of spending an hour on all of these different tasks, what if you just changed your calendar and only spent 20 minutes? You know, this this is such a common thing with meetings where people will just set up an hour meeting. And it's like, well, why do we need an hour meeting? Can this be done in 10 or 15? Because whatever amount of time, this is so, this is what I know to be true. Try it. You don't already do this. However much time you decide something is going to take, it will take that much time. So if I want to create a piece of content, if I want to have a meeting and I set aside, say an hour for it, it will take me an hour. But if I have set aside 20 minutes for it, it will take me 20 minutes And so that's why being really clear, they're relating this back to directing the energy, being really clear with how we're going to spend our energy and our time and not being like wishy-washy, wasting time deciding and just setting intention ahead of time. This is how long it's going to take. And the energy will flow naturally within that. And the same thing can get created just in, in less time. And so where are we making things take more time than they need to? And this goes back to like deeper programming that more is better. And a lot of us do everything according to that. Like, oh, I am going to make this dinner from five to eight because for some reason having a dinner that's set up from five to eight, I think is going to be better than from five to six. Well, why? Why have you decided that more is better? Is it really quality over quantity? You know? So where could we get just as much fulfillment and satisfaction and joy? spending less less time because it could be the same experience. What's interesting is they're actually relating this to food and and they're basically they're relating this to food in the fact of so if you're nourished, like if you're feeling nourished overall and let's say I want I really crave a cookie. And I eat that cookie and I'm really in the present moment and I'm I'm just loving the taste and I'm getting that taste. I'm experiencing it and I eat my cookie and I'm happy. And there we go. If I'm not nourished overall, if I'm hungry, if I feel restricted, if the energy is different around it, right? I'm like, oh, I eat one cookie and then I want another and then another and then another. And I mean, there are many different reasons why we could do that. But the one that they're pointing to here is where we feel like restricted elsewhere or just we're living from this belief of like more is better. And I think that if I spend more time getting this taste in my mouth, like that is better. I just keep wanting to have that taste in my mouth rather than being so fully deeply in the experience of that first cookie that like I feel fully satisfied within it. And then I only need one. And so they're basically showing me two different people having those like two different experiences and if you look at level of satisfaction, the person that's eating the one cookie coming from that nourished place and just really enjoying it, being intentional, being mindful, being present within the cookie, 
they're showing me this barometer of like satisfaction 100%. And then the person next to them that's just eating like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 cookies, thinking more cookies, I'm going to have more satisfaction. They're at the exact same satisfaction level. So it's really about efficiency with resources. But noticing where we're just deciding <laughs> unconsciously that we need more time. And even I think about this with my friends, you know, I have, I had this conversation with my friends the other day and I'm like, you know, we don't have to have an hour phone call. Like we can catch up and catch up in 10 minutes. And she was like, oh yeah, I guess I just always assume like it's going to be an hour. And if you're already deciding, oh, to catch up, it's going to take an hour, then it's going to take an hour. But what if we just decided, hey, we could both do this in 15 minutes, both catch up and then have an extra 45 minutes to ourselves to do whatever we want to do. Just trimming the time on things where we don't need it. You know, I, I think about this with like within my business coaching and and sessions. And I know on the client end, like there have been so many times with with my mentors where I got on a call and we might have a 45 minute call and I feel complete after 10 minutes. Like I, I asked my questions. I'm like, yeah, that was it. And I just finished the call. Like I don't I don't need you to stay there for another 30 minutes. So really thinking about, you know, why we're so attached to spending more time places and also what are we avoiding? And they're saying when we are not spending enough time, just like in our own fields with ourselves, really nourishing ourselves, there's a lot around tuning inward. Time's going to get wonky in ways that aren't going to feel that great to us throughout the rest of our day. And it's basically triggering an emotion that is an indicator of, hey, how about some self-love, self-care, me time, like pointing to that as well. And so the more, the more we prioritize that and get really grounded within ourselves and how we're spending time ourselves, we're going to notice that time flows more effortlessly in, in ways that feel good elsewhere. How can I expand time, like ask for more time. Ask, set it, forget it. Don't worry about it. Trust that you have as much time for everything you need to do. And also trust that sometimes, interesting, sometimes you're meant to be late and that could be for a reason that you didn't anticipate. Like it can have a larger energetic effect that actually is positive. And if it's, if that doesn't need to happen, then you will get more time. Um, like when, you know, cutting time while driving, that, that's a common one. Cutting out distractions, doing one thing at a time. Is there anything else energetic we can do? So they're actually saying like energetically charging. They're showing, they're showing me me doing energy healing basically on a time block and expanding it out. Like the same way I can expand out my aura, my energy fields, uh, raise my vibration, like expanding the energetic capacity actually expanding out the energetic capacity, like the, the time, uh, time block. Wow. That's really cool. I'm going to play with that. I like that. That's so cool. And they're, they're saying using our intuition, just asking our intuition, like what is the most effective path for me to create this result or for me to do this thing? Because that's where we're going to cut out a lot of the extras because a lot of the extras that are clogging up our time and our energy are things that we logically think we need to do it's coming from from a mind place or an ego place or a should place or a comparison place rather than your intuition saying hey this is actually all you need to do right the intuition is the shortcut so 
if you're like, I mean, they're using the example of exercise, right? A lot of people exercise a lot more than they need to get the results they want. And I'm talking, you know, more to my population, which is generally more into health and wellness. A lot of people work out more than they really need to, to get the results they want. And so ask your intuition, okay, so for me to feel this way in my body and feel really healthy and aligned and confident and energized, how should I be, you know, exercising, how much time, like just ask for the code and then follow it because you could probably do a lot less than you are, or just be more efficient with it, you know, minimum effective dose, but we're not because we're building the plan off of our mind, what we think we should do. I mean, this goes back to, I've talked about this before, but I was talking to my friend Kelly about this, like all of the time that you can spend on self-care things and suddenly six hours of your day, it actually becomes more stressful of like, journaling and meditating. And it's like, is this actually helping me? So it's like, okay, for me to feel grounded and clear and aligned, what's actually going to be most effective for me. And that can be five minutes of one thing. And do we really need all the other extra stuff? So that will look different for everybody, but they're basically just saying like, let your intuition guide you to the, the cheat sheet, the shortcut, just your, your unique code for what's going to be most effective for you rather than doing it the way that you think you should do or they're showing me somebody trying to create a morning ritual and they're looking at all these morning rituals of everybody else and just trying to clunk in everything from everybody that everybody else likes into the morning ritual and now the morning ritual is like totally out of control and six hours long rather than you know maybe looking at those things for inspiration and then asking their intuition what's going to be really nourishing for me and maybe that's just like one simple thing every single morning. And now they have gotten the same result, but in, you know, five minutes of their day rather than this whole six hour thing that actually causes more stress. And so paying attention to where you're stressed, to where you're frustrated, to where you're feeling the energy leaking. And that is a really powerful question. What's leaking my energy right now? And that will guide you to where those those holes are that are contributing to where we might feel like we're we're losing time. And those holes can be extra things that we're doing that we don't really need to. It's just not, it's not a positive or a negative. I mean, some of these things are going to be things that are, I'll say like negative in the sense of they're draining energy, but there's other stuff just clogging the field. That's, it's not really serving you. It's also not hurting you, but it's just extra. And so clearing out that clutter is going to be really helpful in that that can be actual tasks during your day, activities you engage in, conversations you have relationships in your life, platforms you're using, basically all of the different things your energy could be directed toward. And so that's why the minimalist energy can be so grounding because your your attention isn't directed in so many different places. It's very focused. And we can learn to be focused even with a lot of things around us, but it can often be easier to just kind of clear out the clutter. Okay. That feels helpful. That feels pretty complete. Is there anything else you want me to add? Okay. The last thing that I'll say that they're saying is make time to be bored. (laughs) If you want to expand time. Oh, this makes sense. Okay. So if you want to feel like, wow, there's so much time, we first have to know what that vibration feels like. And so if you create time to be bored, 
you you're in that vibration of wow there's just so much space here time's going by slowly so then when you're in that frequency you can create more of that oh i like that so maybe we all need to get quote unquote bored i don't really get bored though i could literally like i and i have done this i mean this is what i do when i go on solo vacations i could sit on my bed and just stare at the ceiling for 5 days straight and i would have the time of my life so and I'd be like wow the time's really going back quickly (laughs) so anyway interesting okay get used to being bored I'm gonna play with that create space to be bored okay I like I like the challenge so those are some things around expanding contracting time I, I love this topic I love this conversation I find that new things always pop in for me around time expansion contraction I like to play with it so I hope you enjoyed it as well. If you did, be sure to take a screenshot, share it to social media, tag me at Christina the channel so I can see you're listening and that you're enjoying it. And maybe send it to a friend if you think somebody in your life would like this episode as well. I always appreciate those shares and helping to spread the community. It really means so much to me with, you know, all of the time and energy and love and care I put into the show. And I am so grateful for all of the love and support I get back. So thank you all so much. That is going to be it for today's episode. I hope you have an incredible rest of your day. Maybe get a little bored and enjoy it. And I will talk to you in the next episode.